Hey guys, and welcome to my podcast, Everybody's Got a Story. Here's where I get to share stories, advice, and life lessons that I've learned, and I hope this can help or encourage you like it did me. I'm your host, Michaela Schaus, and today we're going to go over the things that I learned about singleness. So I am almost 20, I'm 22, almost 23, and I have been single my entire life. And for so long, I always wondered if something was wrong with me or if I wasn't pretty enough or up to these people's standards that were unspoken. I also wondered if maybe God was punishing me. Maybe if I was just more faithful or more religious, God would bless me with a relationship. And that wasn't it at all. One thing that I learned <laughs> while single, and I still am single, is that it's okay to be single. Life does not begin when you get married. It's not like God said, oh, you know what? You have a purpose, but that purpose doesn't start until you get married to someone else. No. There are plenty of people in the Bible who never got married and they still fulfilled their purpose. Deborah wasn't married. She's a prophetess in the Bible and she helped lead an army and won. Paul was never married. In uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 7, he actually talks about um, how it's good to be single like him. And... While he's not disparaging marriage, he talks about how there are benefits for singleness and there are benefits for marriage and how both seasons are a blessing from God. We have this idea that if you are single, then you are failing in some way. And if you're like me, if you're into the Enneagram, I am a three on the Enneagram. I'm a three wing two on the Enneagram. And for threes, failing is horrible especially when you have a set of expectations whether it's set by someone else or set by yourself if you fail and don't meet those expectations then you are a failure which isn't true but it feels like that a lot for me I felt like singleness was a failure I felt that I was failing my family because that's what they considered successful I thought maybe I was failing in some other way because all my friends were getting married or engaged or dating. And maybe it was something I did. We have grown up with this idea, though, that it's better to be in a relationship, even if it means being with the wrong person, so that we are not alone, so that we're not single. And I would challenge us to look at the person that we are talking to and that we are interested in if you are talking to somebody and see if you are more idea more in love with the idea of love than the person that you're talking to are you more scared of being alone than you are being with that person I'm not saying you have to be scared of being with that person but I'm saying that I would challenge you to look are you in this relationship for the right reasons? Are you starting to, are you reaching out for that person 
so that they can fill a void somehow. One thing I learned is that other person's job is not to fulfill my happiness. If that's why I'm getting in a relationship, then I should not be in a relationship. It is not his job to make me feel happy or successful or whatever. Now, he shouldn't bash me and make me feel down about myself either. But what I'm saying is my fulfillment and my happiness does not come from him. The Bible says the joy of the Lord is my strength. I need to find my joy in the Lord and not in a person because we will both fail exponentially. (laughs) Another thing I learned is that singleness is a gift from God. The season that I'm in, the season that you are in, it's a gift and shouldn't be wasted. Like I said, Paul even says this, singleness is a gift, just like marriage is a gift. If God didn't want you in this season, he would have moved you out of this season. For me, that was really hard because I'm not a patient person. (laughs) I am not patient at all and I just want everything to be happening now. I want to have a job now. I want to be in the career of my choice now. I want to be married now. And that's okay that I'm not. Because this is a gift that the Lord has given me. During this singleness time, I've always felt that, like I said, maybe something was wrong. And I was challenged by a friend to look at it this way. Maybe... You are single because the Lord has been protecting you. And when they told me that, it changed my perspective. Because for me, I know myself. I am passionate and I am all in with friendships and relationships. And I knew that if I was in a relationship with somebody, I would be all in. I would make that relationship my almost everything not my everything because the Lord is my everything but I would put everything I had into them and it was so good not to have that because the Lord protected my heart from heartbreak from pain from Losing myself in a sense. Because in the earlier years when I was looking for relationships, I was not in a healthy place. I was struggling with people pleasing because I am a huge people pleaser. (laughs) And many times I would let go of things that I liked doing just because another person didn't like doing that. And I wanted them to like me more than I wanted them to do the things with me. I then took this time, once I realized that that was what I felt like the Lord was doing in my life, to try to grow as a person. For me, I went to therapy and I worked through things in my childhood that affected me and could have affected me in a relationship. And how I function as an adult was being worked on during this time. I want to be a healthy version of myself. 
I'm not saying I have to be the healthiest because that is very hard to do and I think you should always be growing. But I believe that when me and whoever I end up in a relationship with, we need to be healthy individuals so that we can have a healthy relationship. I'm not saying there's things that aren't going to be worked out whenever I get in a relationship because there are things that I can't work through until I am in a relationship. But I do think that there are things that I can deal with now that I shouldn't have to deal with while I'm in a relationship or I shouldn't make that other person deal with while we're in a relationship. Taking the time to figure out who I am as a person has been so helpful because it allows me to be me so that I can be me in a relationship. I'm not worried about becoming that other person or giving up parts of myself so that that person can feel secure. It, I want... So I want to also say that I am learning that I want to be. My favorite self. I used to say things like my best self or my healthiest self. And I found that I was feeling that I was failing. I had this set of expectations, unwritten expectations, that I felt that I was not meeting, and therefore I was failing. And I found whenever I was my favorite self, it gave me room for grace. It gave me room to be free to fail and figure out who I am. I am learning more and more every day about myself. And I will continue to learn more as seasons change. I am learning who I am by myself. Because right now I don't have a friend group in the place that I'm at. I'm learning who I am by myself so that I can know who I am whenever I'm surrounded by others. Something else that I did while I am in this singleness time is I set a list of non-negotiables. One of my friends challenged me to do this. She asked me, do you have a list of non-negotiables? And I said, no. I said, well, I have like a, a list, I guess, of what I want in a person. She was like, no, you need to set a list of non-negotiables. And she said, the reason why is because you need to have this list of non-negotiables so that when you're in a relationship, you're not letting them get away with not meeting that list. You can be blinded in love. And if that person is not meeting what you had set for yourself before you were in that relationship, then they probably don't need to be in that relationship with you. 
for me, I know that if the the person I'm starting to talk to or date, these are things that are important to me. That's what the whole point of a non-negotiables list. It's things that are important to me. And I'm not willing to give up. Now, I'm not saying that they have to be 6'2", blonde hair, blue-eyed, whatever. <laughs> but what I am saying is, for me, that these are personality things that I know that I need in a relationship. Like, I need good communication. And when I mean good communication, I need them to be able to communicate to me what they want. Because I am such a verbal communicator that I need someone who isn't going to make me guess what they need and there are other things on my list that I know that I need and I would challenge you to find out what are things that you need what are things that you need in a relationship and write those down before you're in a relationship so that you can have those for when you are and you can look and see is this something that I actually want or am I just not wanting to be alone so like I said I went to therapy and one of the things that I wanted to work on while in therapy was the fear that I had had of being in a relationship and the fear that I had of men in general I tend to be fearful of men um, because of being sexually harassed um, in a workplace before. It caused me to be very bitter towards all men. I had this bad circumstance happen to me and it was very scary and therefore I thought that all men were scary, which isn't true. I became very bitter and started doing that mantra that I feel like a lot of people do of all men are stupid, all men are dumb, all men are horrible, all men are this, and that's not true at all. Men and women make dumb decisions. (laughs) All men, not all men, some men and some women are mean. Some men and some women are scary. But not all men and not all women. I found out when um, I was doing this that I was scared of what ifs. What if this happened? What if this happened? What if this happened? And The Lord is always with me and he constantly reminded me of that. And he put some really great guys in my life to show me. Not all men are scary. Not all men are out to hurt you. I went to college and I met some really great people. Especially guys who treated women with respect and treated women with care. And it showed me that that could be done. That it wasn't meant to be scary. And that they weren't out to get me. That they were there to protect me. And take care of me. And help me. 
And that was such a blessing and I will be forever thankful for them. While I was going through therapy and all this stuff, one of my therapists told me, guess one of, I had multiple. One of my therapists told me that you need to find something that helps you. Helps you when you get sad or when you get gloomy. And my best friend told me, Michaela, you're the the best thing to help you is worship music. And I was like, really? And she's like, Michaela, worship music is your battleground. And so now I have a playlist called Battleground. It is filled with worship music to help me fight the bad thoughts of, oh, I'm not worth it. Or, oh, I'm not good enough. No, I am good enough. I am worth it. I I found out that I, I loved learning. And so I learned what I could about being single. One thing that I did was I watched um, music. I, I listened to music and I watched videos. I listened to sermons. One of the sermons that really helped me was um, Rich Wilkerson Jr. at VU Church. They did a series called Asking for a Friend. And Asking for a Friend... They did a section of that where it's called Four Secrets of a Secure Woman. And it was so good. And he really spoke to the women of the church of just what it means to be secure in the Lord and secure in yourself. And I think that you need to find things that work for you. For me, it was reading books and listening to podcasts. And that's what actually got me into starting my own podcast is listening to others talk about what they went through and talking about the things that they have learned. That's why I started this podcast of everybody's got a story. Everybody does have a story and I want to share mine. Eventually, I hope to have guests on here and share their story. I want us to talk about things that are hard, talk about things that people go through and shed light on topics that are sometimes difficult to work through. So I hope you enjoyed today and please feel free to give comments and feedback I always appreciate feedback and I thank you for listening today to my journey on being single